you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're... Hour of listener. Hey there, listeners. Ho there, listeners. Happy one year anniversary of listeners. Happy f- one anniversary. The first one. Happy anniversary. You don't have to say the first one because anniversary indicates that it's been an entire year. So saying the first anniversary is technically redundant. Welcome to our one year to. to nope. I did it myself. Welcome to our anniversary special. Hey, everybody. Welcome all that all you out there in Vlisteria. I'm sure you're you know you've prepped all of all of your uh, festive props for. Uh, well, it's anniversary day, Jake. It is anniversary day, and mm-hmm. we all know what the, everyone after does. The one year founding of Vlisteria. Yes, everyone gathers at the Maypole uh-huh. and trades Pokemon. Oh, and everyone uh, drinks a what, what's called anniversary cola. It's it's actually doesn't taste like cola at all, and is more like a cherry limeade. Oh, gross! You don't like cherry limeades? No. Okay. I'm having the cola one. That's sad. No, that's you're the reason why it's not cola anymore. Yeah. But we call ah. it anniversary cola. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yes, it's a, you can find it written in the Vlisteria <laughs> ancient tomes. The tomes you must, are only a year old. You must old. solve the riddles <laughs> to make it to the bottom level of of our ancient shrine. The so you, ancient. Yes. So shall it be written, so shall it be done. Welcome to our podcast, Fix It. Hi, everybody. I'm Jay. That's Adam. You uh, may know us uh, from the wildly, from the from the many anniversaried yes. uh, YouTube channel previewed, where we react, review, and riff to uh, everything across the nerdscape, uh, and uh, now Jeopardy as well. Uh, it's the people. Yep. The people have spoken. They really bud. have. They spoken. They spoke. They spoke real loud. And uh, now I feel the pressure of uh, having to. Uh, maintain that level of hilarity throughout the entire thing, and it's starting to get to me. Any hoozle. We've recorded two of them this so is, far. <laughs> this is our show, Fix It, where uh, every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe just is only just a couple weeks away from their anniversary, and <laughs> we fix it. Uh, and since it's our anniversary episode, Adam and I are actually not going to be fixing anything in particular. Uh, we well, have a we are well. That's not entirely true. We are we are going to fix a couple of things that in particular. We just don't know what they are. We don't yet. know what they are yet. Uh, our producer Brian uh, has picked uh, two prompts for us that we have not seen or know hide nor hair about, and uh, we are going to do our best uh, to fix whatever he sends our way. We're not one hundred percent sure what we those don't things know are. what's about to happen. Uh, yeah, but we y- trust Brian. Yeah, but maybe after as today, much as we, we won't. can. Yes. you know, this is a big this is a big test for him as it to whether really or not is. You know, it really. I usually, you know, it's a full week of preparation. Do you think he in. knows his job's on the line? Do you think he like really prepared with I such think a fervor? Brian lives by the coda of every day could be my last day in yeah, this area. Yeah, we have never given him a sense of comfort. Yeah, while live he's ev- lived here. Live every day like it's Shark Week. Yeah, pretty much. Uh huh. Because yes, he knows every decision he makes could be his last one. That's and fair. So far, 
He yeah. has he has proven that he deserves the another... veritable sword of Damocles mm-hmm. that hangs above our producer every week. He I, has no clue. Yeah. Every night when we uh, before we go to bed, I always text Brian and say, "Good job today. You worked hard. You know, yeah. I may kill you in the morning. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Who's to say? But uh, yeah, it's been a year of the show, bud. We've done it. Can you believe year. that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Jay. Do I believe I, in us? No, it's just just elaborate, man. Just I was about to, but no, then you, you then you go no, at me. No, you pause. You pause. You pause. Like I'm doing right now. Oh, you want me to fill the pause? And no one likes it. <laughs> No one likes the pause. I do hate that when uh, there's like when podcasts leave pauses on long enough. Really? That I think long maybe enough? it's oh, actually that that I think maybe the the app has stopped playing whatever I'm listening to. Really? Yeah, it really drives me crazy. Oh wow! Yeah, it really bothers me. Huh. We don't we don't ever do that usually. No. But also my the way that the speed at which my brain works, mm-hmm. what I consider to be a long pause is usually like a second yes. long. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the time dilation into my brain is mm-hmm. uh, staggering. It's like a black hole in there. Yes, truly is. Once you get that, just, past the her, her, uh, the event horizon of yeah, your eardrums, I just got is. like a, I just got a tiny little Matthew McConaughey just all right, all right, all riding around <laughs> just the black hole, just messing with bookcases yeah, where, wherever he can find them. He's like, I'm just trying to be John Malkovich. I'm like, wrong dude, man. I don't know what to tell you. Wrong movie too. Anyways, uh, yes, Jay, I believed we would get here. Yeah, I mean, of course you did, but like you know. Why do I believe in us, Jay? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, I, don't look at me like that. What? Look at you like what? Well, how am I? How am I looking at you, Jay? Describe for the listeners at home who are not watching this on YouTube. How am I looking at you? You just—I don't know. You're not playing with me. I am playing. You with play you. with me. I look at me play with you. Yeah. Um. What's your, what's been your like? <laughs> don't laugh. Don't don't Jay. Either. This is why let me, let me, I will explain my yes. Okay. My 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 confident yes. yes. This is what I've been waiting for. I, you, Jay. I was you, hoping you were going to come. I out was swinging. going to, but then know, you wouldn't let me pause. Draw your sword and charge into <laughs> battle, sir. <laughs> Cavalry us away. Jay, do you remember the time when we decided that we were also going to do gaming content on the channel? And yes. At that same time, decided we were going to do an episode of both reaction stuff on for trailers and video games yes. every day. Yes. We did that for a couple of months and burnt ourselves out. We burnt ourselves so so crispy. We were insane. That was dumb. It was stupid. But even though we did that, we persevered. Yeah. And we're still here. Uh-huh. Of course we could do a podcast a week okay. if we could do a gaming episode and a, a trailer reaction every day for a couple of months on our and we were do working normal jobs. Yes. And and well I was working a normal job. <laughs> yeah. I was working a part time. I was doing jobs. I was making money. Don't be coming over here. There, there's a distinct difference of working in an extraordinarily busy New York City restaurant and waiting for people to come to see an apartment. I, I was also working at the hospital, Jay. I oh, was that's doing right. You're, that's things. right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot about that part. I was I gigging, like, baby. I was gigging, baby. Ew, woo, woo. Um, as far as this show goes, what's been your favorite? What's been your favorite part so far? My favorite part? Yeah. I honestly, 
since we've done so many right now, okay. it is a little bit hard to like remember all of them. Because I actually... Oh, like, like you're just your favorite part of the show. No, no I was about to tell you. Okay. Because it's hard to remember... Charging like, the battle, Lashy! <laughs> no! <laughs> Jay, it's I gotta dramatically unsheath my sword. Yeah, and then charge right in. Uh, was the fact that uh, our fixes are getting better. They are. We're still getting better at this. Yeah. And I just from... The, I mean, not that we've ever been bad at this. Some of our early episodes have some amazing fixes. Yeah. But, like, we have gotten better at telling these stories and pacing these stories. Yes. And as we've gone on, it's like, oh, I can I can see the difference in both of our fixes now. Like, yeah. if we redid the first, I don't know, ten episodes. They'd be different. They would be a little different. I mean, except for Justice Winslow. Except, well, always Justice Winslow. Yeah. In every universe, Justice Winslow shows up in the fixes. Yeah. I really wanted to try and get you, uh, for this episode, I wanted to try and get a cameo from Justice Winslow. Did of the you Portland really? Blazers. He's not on cameo. Oh, I know. Justice Winslow. I know. I know. It's really frustrating, but what can you do? I guess he's busy, like, you know, playing a professional sport. I guess he is. I don't think you necessarily really have time for a cameo. I don't think. Say. Probably Well, the not. season's over. I could have probably gotten it now, but Maybe. whatever. Um, what's, your, what's your favorite fix of mine? The favorite fix I'm gonna of be your... over here, and you can just, just compliment me. Oh, okay. As since you're just setting what's up, the, what's what's the what's the what's the best thing about what I bring to the table as far as this podcast is concerned? Slash, what's my what's my best fix? Slash, uh, <laughs> what what do you th- like most about me? What do I like most about you? Yeah, uh, that I I don't know what's going to happen next. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, because yeah. you've bamboozled me multiple times, very in uh, in interesting in new ways each time. Yeah, that's fair. In the moment, it's very frustrating, but uh, with, yeah. with time and space, it's like, I respect the hustle. Okay. I respect the game. The best fix the best fix from that I can remember, because remember, there are a lot of them. Yeah. And I th- and you have them, and your memory is... it's Well, because there's so many stories bouncing around in my That's head. That's fair, yeah. Because you know, there's the original version, then the one I have to come up with, and yeah. then the one Jay comes up with. Uh, your fix for, I mean, I know it's recency bias, but like Quantumania, what you, pulling Sylvie in yeah. was... Mad genius yeah, level. I definitely won that episode. That is that something you think about? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yes. And every time, uh, what was it like? Uh, come over our pages to be like, I liked Adam's fix, but Jay's was so much better. It's like, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, man. <laughs> it wasn't that much better. Yeah, it was. Shut your mouth, yeah, Peach, was. in your comments. No, See, no, it wasn't that much better. Stop it. That's Mine was really good too. <laughs> that's the difference between you and me is that I can admit when your fix is better and you cannot. Uh, no, dude, you're, you're, I really appreciated Sylvie. It was really, yeah. really good. My favorite fix of yours is still uh, your your Han fix. Uh, your Han movie like could be made uh, today. But I think that's your best fix. It's not my favorite. My favorite is very clearly, very obviously turning the happening into uh, oh, Captain, Captain Planet, Captain horror, Planet horror movie is chef's kiss. I think our best episode, though, and our best... I, I think Quantumania, to this, like, up until this point, mm-hmm. maybe our s- most solid of fixes, episode-wise. Star Wars. Star episode Wars is also was, right was up there. Good. However, yeah. I still think our, be- uh, our be- best collective fixes mm-hmm. are Game of Thrones. Season, oh, the last season of Game of Thrones. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because we did... We went. We really went different there. directions with it. We really went there, and we really did it. And I think that I still, to this day, think like when people ask me like, "Where should I start?" I was like, "Start with Game of Thrones. Like that's that's the best." Because we took we both took swings and nailed it. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, this show's been fun. like I, this show has definitely made has uh, helped has uh, 
helped me my creative writing process like pretty substantially. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, in that I can, I, I it helps it helps me think quicker. Oh, really? Yes. Because you think very quick, quicker than I do, dude. Uh, yes, but it, more in a in a in a more meta perspective oh. or a more, a more uh, macro rather than micro. Mm, okay. Like I can be like, well, I have forty five minutes to come up with my fix. Great, we're just gonna go stare at the middle distance for forty five <laughs> minutes and have our fix. It's like, great. Hey, ChatGPT, tell me what comic book stories involve these characters. Great. I'm going to do that one. I'm taking this. Bing, bap, 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 bap. Yeah, ChatGPT has actually been very helpful. That's great. Because you can just ask it questions, and it mm-hmm. goes, here's the answer. Here's some information for you. And it. I don't have to, like, I don't have to sift through any nonsense. It's just like, hey, uh, I need to know more about Norman Osborn, like the actual oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OG. Mm-hmm. Like, can you tell me more about his origin story? Yeah, here it is. Blah. Great. Well, it depends on who you read. Of course it does, ChatGPT. Cut to through the treacle and tell me what's up. Yeah. Ooh. But I don't get my actual fixes from ChatGPT, everybody. I don't do that. Just the base, just the, just the, he does the, some of the research. It really yeah. helps. Yeah. yeah. It really helps. Well, before we get to our fixes, uh, yes. we've come to uh, my favorite segment of the show. Um, the, the segment that's been here the whole time. The whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, Just go back and look. It's been here since yep. episode one. It's a segment uh, that our producer, Brian, has picked 20 topics of conversation. Mm-hmm. And I have a 20-sided die. Bum, and bum, bum, we bum. are going to figure out, and I swear to God, if they are copies of each other, I'm going to absolutely not, lose it on both of you. They're all different. Um, and in our segment, we like to call Roll for Convo. Roll for Convo. Um, I'm rolling the 20-sided die right now. And that, my friend, is a gentleman's 19. Ooh, 19. Yes, All right. With my with my conversation bonus, uh, modifier, it is a 23. Okay. Uh... You can travel in time and go to a concert of any band or singer at any point in time. Where are you going? Easy. Sinatra at the Sands. Done. Done. Wow. Done. Done. I want to see Frank Sinatra entirely, entirely too drunk to be singing and uh, him doing a scat-laced version of Get Me to the Church on Time. Have you ever listened to Sinatra at the Sands? I don't think I've ever listened to Sinatra. What? Just one of the one, maybe one of the most classic songsmiths of all time. Sure, like I'm aware of what he has done. I've probably heard some of his songs, like in other pieces. He's the chairman work. of the board, sir. I, I'm aw- I saw those SNL skits where he abused people in his uh, talk show. No, wait, so, man, I, you, yeah, Sinatra at the Sands, easy. That is easy. Or I want to go see. Um, I would like to go see Hendrix uh, play the national anthem at Woodstock. Oh, okay. There's always that. I mean, just to see that. I mean, the concerts probably were awesome too, but like, uh, that's pretty insane. Um, there's obviously uh, Beyonce at Coachella like four years ago, and she came out with like the whole band, and it was like a whole thing. Oh, really? That's that's on the list. Um, I mean, I'd love to go see the Eras tour, but what? Who can get tickets? The who? Knows? That's not even a time. That's not. That's time traveling back to last week. Taylor Swift. Oh, that's where you of, been, the, bud. The, that's the name of her tour. Yes. Oh, okay. It's just one. It's like the cultural event of the summer. It is. Yes. Why? Because. Anyways. No, seriously, but like, but why? Because she's Taylor Swift. Well, I know she's T Swift, but like, is there something special going on that? No, it's that makes just, it different it's than all really the other. Hard to get tickets, and 
Oh, okay. It's a celebration of Taylor Swift and her like entire career, like eras, like the different eras of Taylor Swift. So people are like dressing oh. up, are theming their outfits for different albums and stuff. Really? And, yeah, man. It's a whole wow. thing. It's a whole thing. Um, or I would like to go see. Um, I would like to go see. I mean, there's the obvious Queen at Live Aid is obvious. Ooh, that'd, be, that'd be packed. Yeah. Yeah, but that'd be. But I mean, sure. That they they you know. Yeah. Or uh, I would love to go see, uh, I would love to go to Chapel here, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, in like '95, and go see uh, the stage show that inevitably got taped for Ben Folds Five second album, which is their live album, uh, in a some bar in Chapel Hill, and it's a great, and it's a it's a totally audacious. Huh. This is a random bar that you recorded everything. Um, I mean, there's some other li- there's some tracks from the studio and stuff like just live goofing around, but yeah, there's some like yeah, I'd love to just like hang around and see. Um, I'd also love to go see the Smashing Pumpkins at Lollapalooza. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the list kind of goes on and on and on, but yeah. What about you? Uh, 1986, the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, where? jersey where else would you you know where else could you possibly listen to him that would be as good i mean yeah i mean that's on my list too i mean you want to go see the original e street band you want to see like everybody Mm -hmm. are you just saying that just to get a rise out of me no yes you are (laughs) yes you are and you're getting a rise out of producer brian too because he's a huge bruce springsteen fan as well i would like okay if you're going back if you're going back in time you have to go see you have to either go a little bit farther back than you would want to, or more recently you probably would want to, because you would you have to go, um, uh, you have to go see. Um, oh, I have another one. Oh, you have to go see it when they can, when they can close on Rosalita, because for the longest time they didn't play Rosalita because Bruce's ex uh, ex didn't want him playing it, so he didn't play it, and it's and it's Bruce's best song, but he's they started playing it again. So when, whenever you can go see a show that's Rosalita. Also, probably my biggest regret of all concertdom, because I, I did have a shot to go, and I just didn't really know the band that well at that point. Mm-hmm. I would have really, 2014, I would have really loved to have go, gone and seen uh, LCD Sound System's Farewell show at Madison Square Garden. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And the, the live album, that is truly insane. It was a two-night event. It's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Also, I would uh, I'd love to see Arcade Fire at Red Rocks. If I had to pick a band to see at Red Rocks, I'd want to see Arcade Fire. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I I know that they're all a bunch of buttholes. They're not necessarily very nice. Oh, they're not. At least that's what I've heard. Oh. Um, I don't know. But I I uh, they maybe like they maybe ideal like from a music vibe perspective they may be my favorite band. Really? I just really yeah it just like really gets just really gets me there. Oh, and I've never seen Cake live. I'd love to go see Cake. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a I I like music a lot. You have a lot of affection for Cake. Yeah, and I'd really like to see ACDC live too. I've never seen ACDC live. That probably rules. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe an Aerosmith concert would have been cool back then. Oh, the day. yeah, like early Aerosmith? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That probably would have been cool. Oh, that, yeah. Do you have any other, anything else for me? I don't, Jay. I, you don't like concerts. I hate concerts. You hate I them. I hate them. I you hate them. them? I hate them. I do not. 
I don't want this version of a song, and I don't like being pressed in here with all these people just sitting here, standing, or watching a thing. This is boring. I think it speaks this to the fact. This is boring. I think it speaks to the fact, and we've talked about this before. You don't. You've never necessarily like had really that close of a connection to any musical artists. Really, I have not. I don't like, consider any musical artists mine. Like I go to a Ben Folds concert, hoping and praying that he plays video because it's my it's the song. It's not necessarily my favorite Ben Folds Five song, mm-hmm. but it's the one that like truly connects me to high school closer than any other song that exists. Oh wow! Okay. And I've never seen it live. Sure. And wow. there's that okay. magic hanging in the air the whole time of like, will he play? Will it, like when he was doing the Paper Airplane concert tour, I wasn't able to go, but everyone that I knew that was going was like, I was like, I will give you twenty bucks if you write video on your Paper Airplane and then tape it for me. Because I want, I need to see it. Um, yeah, there's just something. I, if you have like a really sincere emotional connection to music, I think a concert is like a concert is truly the most like the closest thing to conceptually to like to like sec- secular religion. Okay, like it. It's a true like it's a true group consciousness. Absolutely. And uh, well, I mean, yeah, I get it can that be with, very I, euphoric. Absolutely. Like I un- I understand it. Yeah. I get that with movies. Sure, but I don't. I just don't have that relationship to music. Yeah, I know. So I'm not. I'm not judging you. I just know that that. That's... I, well, I know. I'm more of explaining it like to, for all the listeners at home. Yeah, know, this is because I get it. When you see watching Endgame for the first time in the theater and everyone losing their goddamn minds, when I the, cry every time. Yeah, the hammer the, flies the cap. Yeah, and then everyone lines up. It's like I cry every time. This is I'm this is the greatest thing <laughs> I, I think I've ever seen in my life. This, <laughs> you this showed is, me this that reorchestration moment. of it. Yes. I was like, and every we're just time. like sitting at your desk, and I'm like, oh, I'm just crying. Yeah. It's fine. Every time. Every time. Watching cats together on my birthday will be a memory I will cherish for as long as I have it <laughs> because that was truly something special. That yeah. movie is god awful, yeah, and it everyone, really... it seemed like everyone in the theater hated it, but we all had such a great time after somebody said, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when Buster Jones was about to be on uh, on, <laughs> on screen, like, and then it, the, the the floodgates opened, and we were all in it. And together. we rode that. We rode those those winding rapids for the rest of the time, and yeah. what a treat! Yeah. So I get that with you know people a lot. It's a lot easier for people to see that have that at a concert, but like I just don't have that emotional connection to music because I will I refuse to let the beat get me. It will never have me. So. I get it, but I just, I just, you know, I'd much rather hear Dave and Tim live at, uh, uh, at uh, Radio City on, you know, on YouTube or something. Well, I, I had the CD, but now, you know, just like on Spotify or something. Yeah. But I think, but you just explaining that means that you get it. It's just that you just don't like. It's just not your thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But I've also been to like, like Kimberly really likes uh, the Avid Brothers. And we've and uh, they're a bluegrass band. Oh, okay. Um, and I've taken Kimberly to see them a couple of times. I don't particularly care for their music that mm-hmm. much. Um, I like a, I like some of it, but at bluegrass at a certain point, it, it's like I go uh, I go as far as di- far deep as Mumford and Sons, and then I kind of back off. Um, I love Mumford and Sons. I'd, I'd go see them too. Oh, that's on my list, man. I could. Uh, I have that part in me. I like to when I go to concerts. I like to write down the set list. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun. I don't know. I get really into it, huh. mostly with like bands that I'm really attached to, like with Smashing Pumpkins or uh, Ben Folds Five or even Weezer. Huh. I mean, the Blue Tour. When they want, well, Weezer went on tour and they in each night they had just like played through one of their albums. Oh, okay. And like 
seeing going on the blue night and having them end like end the night with only in dreams was like one of my top moments of just like culture for me. I mean, I kind of I think that's part of one of my things about concerts and stuff is like you don't know what ba- song the band's going to play. And I think going in you should know what the hell they're going to play. Right? Lashy I like Jay, I like some of Would your songs. Would it kill them to send a mimeograph? <laughs> I like some of your songs. Not every not every song on your record is all that good. Oh, I, I don't want to hear those bad ones. I want to hear the good ones. No, not, I know that's that is unrealistic. That is, that's something that, that will never happen. Buck wild, sir. I know, I get it. That is buck wild. But, but you've mentioned before, you know, like uh, like you know, had the blue tour. Like they're gonna play through this album this night. Okay, yeah. great. I then I would want to go to like saying I like that band. Like oh, I love this album the most. I want to go to that night because I know all those songs yeah. and those songs mean the most to me. Yeah. Unlike the randomness of like, well, I don't know what their set list is gonna be. They're just gonna play a bunch and hopefully they played some of the ones I love. But if not, well, I guess I'm SOL because like I, this is but, I, you know, if I'm going to go to a concert and spend a lot of money to see them live, I would prefer to hear the songs I want to hear. Yeah, sure. But I mean, like if you like a band, you probably have a f- affinity for a, lar- a large swath of their body yes, of work. But then there's always some times where they go like, hey, great. And here's a cut from our new album. We don't care about this song. That's the yet. business, man. I know. That's how a lot of people feel. When like, hey, aware. our Patreon. I'm like, shut up. Uh, I'm aware. That's how it works. I'm aware. Huh. All right. I think we should probably get into this. I huh? think we should get into the actual the general conceit, general conceit of this episode. Um so why think, don't you go ahead and explain? It. I have it up on my computer if you would if you, you said you had it up on your phone, but if you want to Oh, if you have it up on, I have computer, it on my let's computer, let's do it there. Um, before, we, uh, before we hop into uh, these surprise fixes for our anniversary show, um, uh, why don't we have uh, Brian explain exactly what's happening? Because we don't really know. Um, and we'll know in a moment when he explains it to us when Brian rolled that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Hello, gentlemen, and congratulations on one year of Fix It. Now, for today's Fix-A-Palooza, have I got a treat for you. I am going to give you two separate options for you to fix on the fly today. And your first option is the Cats movie. And the only rule is this has to be the butthole cut. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Please, please do not do the Cats movie. That is not your actual first option. There's no fixing it. It was Cats. The option is, drumroll please... 2012's Battleship, directed by Peter Berg and starring Taylor Kitsch, Liam Neeson, Rihanna, and Alexander Skarsgård. This movie cost like $220 million to make and made $303 million. However, it only made $65.4 million in the U.S., and it has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, One of you can choose to do this movie, and the other person has to do the second surprise movie, or you both fix this one, and you both fix the second one. The choice is yours. Congratulations again, guys. I'm excited for your battleship fix. I think we do this together. Do this together? Yeah, we're a team, bud. We both fix it? Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out together. Okay. Do you remember? I didn't see this movie. Okay, I did. 
Okay. So thank God. So we have to do this as a team. Okay. That's okay. fine. We'll, so, we'll fix both. So let of them me then. plot drop this movie from from just from memory. Great. Look at that. Us okay. integrating sections of our of the show. Look from at what that. I remember of Battleship. Okay. Oh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. Liam Neeson's the captain of an old school battle, like an old school, like World War II with a the big ass gun. Yeah. Yes, right. Barely still in commission. Yes. Okay. Um. And he's the captain, and so aliens show up, and aliens are the bad guys. And for whatever reason, the rest of the navy is somewhere else. They got it. The, this, this ship is the only thing standing between, I guess, Hawaii and an alien annihilation. So they got to use the ship to, uh, to, you know, to sail around the Pacific and take out these alien ships in order to save everybody. Okay. But they do it in like a battleship way because at a certain point, oh no, they keep going up to the satellite to be able to see a grid to see if they see anybody. So we ha- we have like the ship, you know, going along and all of a sudden it kind of pans up and then goes all the way up. That's pretty cool. To actually. see like a grid to see if we can find where the other ships are so they can plot a course and start firing at the alien ships. Of course, there's trials and tribulations on the ship. Nor- normal, like, ship movie stuff. Okay. There's leaks. People are trapped. The, the captain's dead. Who's in charge? Oh, my God. We got to figure this out. Rihanna, at one point, I think she gets on, like, a, a 50-millimeter gun. And just shoots yeah. an alien, you know, craft or whatever. And eventually, they are get in the right position and are able to blow up uh, an alien naval ship. Because they're alien ships that came from space, and now they're in the water. And basically stay in the water. Yeah. It's not... Okay. They tried their best, I think. But that's basically the plot. All right. Fix it! So, okay. So... This actually, I think, is is an interesting exercise because I, where where do you mentally start your fixes? I think we need to figure out what the bad guy would be first. Well, ideologically, I when I'm starting a fix, mm-hmm. I like to determine what, and it, and it explains kind of how I lean it, how I lead into my fixes. Sometimes, sure. mm-hmm. um, I like to th- figure out what specifically about this movie didn't work, like the biggest thing about this movie that didn't work. Sure, and. I like to like theme my fix around that. Okay. So like, what about Battleship didn't like just just didn't work? Aliens, the aliens. Yeah, because it was because the game itself is you know two navies battling each other. Sure. You know that's interesting. We've had that kind of movie before. We have a lot of World War II movies about the Pacific uh, Theater yes. and stuff like that. But I, they didn't. I don't know. They they changed it so like we, there was no other nation that we had to fight against. So it was like anyone could watch this movie on anywhere on the planet because like no one's the bad guy, just a ship full of good guys trying to take out an alien threat. I think it just hit me. Okay. I think it just hit me. Sure. And here's how you can expand the cast. And here's how I think you can get across the concept of like the old Navy ships. Yes. Being like the, the stereotypical battleships, mm-hmm. like being the ones fighting the thing. Mm-hmm. I think this movie starts with the concept uh, with war with naval war games mm-hmm. happening, like training exercises. Okay, and I think we have they've brought back some of our our oldest brass, 
like and some of like and all of our like naval heroes from the past mm-hmm. because anyone that's still in active duty is actively on a ship somewhere. Yep. And they are they were brought in to to uh test against a new fleet of AI battleships. And the AI goes haywire and they're the new they're these newfangled ships. Yep. And they've kind of hijacked all yep. the other technology, yep. and so we need the and they they were just bringing like they're using the older ships because that's all they had access to. But it turns out those are the only ships that don't get hijacked yes. by the AI, and so you have kind of these ships that are kind of falling apart. Yes, and they kind of have to fix them as they yes. go. And there's only five of them. Yes. Yep. I and I think and I think if you're gonna if you're gonna do battleship, I think you have. And I think we, you would get a captain for each size of ship. Yes. I don't, obviously, I don't think there's an aircraft carrier because I think that just gets a little bit too, like, hairy. Well, I mean, if you really wanted to go for it, like, you really could. I mean, could. an AI robot aircraft carrier yeah. is scary as hell. Yes, they did it in Drone. Remember the movie Drone? Yes. When the, I, that was a pretty good movie. Yeah. That was, that was, that was an, that's an okay action flick. You threw the rest of those away I specifically so you wouldn't. I can't help with. myself, <laughs> guys. If you've watched Let's enough, it fix row. it. You know your boy. Your boy loves to fiddle. I'm a fiddler. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little crab. I'm a little fiddler crab. Um, sorry, I dropped the dice. Um, I think there is AI. First off, just the base idea, AI way better than aliens. Yes. Aliens presents too many questions of like. But how did this situation come across? No. Yes. AI, we built it. And here's the other thing that you aren't aware of. This is the same plot from Picard season three. Oh, okay. Which was very good. Um, it I, was uh, very good. I think, and I think the, the last battle of this, um, of this movie mm-hmm. I think one of like the main aspects of this technology that the AI finally get online mm-hmm. is that because these AI all work together and have a hive mind and know the ocean really well and have advanced sonar and stuff, mm-hmm. they have the ability to like kind of smoke screen the water. So like other advanced, like, so they can't be seen. And so you have these old captains all coming together and teamwork figuring out, figuring out where the ships are from like all their old naval tricks. Yep. And like all the old, like, oh, like. Because they got the map out. Yes. And they got to figure out where they are on the map. And like, oh, well, let's see. We know because we've sailed these waters before that these formations are here. The current's going this way. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. You know, their last known heading Because they know the way, ocean better. Because they know the ocean better. Because they've got experience. Yes. The other side's got knowledge. This guy's, they have experience. And they can narrow it down and figure it out. Yeah. That's, and so you see them like shooting into a huge smoke screen, yeah, like out of nowhere, and then like sinking ships. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think, um, how about we do it this way? What's act? So, so we have the main AI fleet, human fleet, with old brass with the experience against knowledge and you know computer stuff, right? Yes. So what's our what's our act breakdown? So Act One, clearly we have you know new character, younger characters, young young sailors. On the ball of the ships, and then the, the old, dra- yeah, the old brass think, comes on. I think we learn. Yeah, I think we get our we we get a rundown of the all of the five ships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and who's taking control of them. Yep. Like I feel like we get we just kind. It's almost like we make it more of an ensemble piece. Yes. And like each 
each different ship has like its own different like kind of personality of mm-hmm. they're their own. We could write all of these archetypes of like you're really good at this, but I can see why like why maybe you retired mm-hmm. kind of thing. Sure. Like there's like the forgetful the the guy who's kind of forgetful, but like he mm-hmm. know, he like he has you know the entire all of the ocean like but he can remember ocean depth like right. it, you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. Sure, we get they all meet up and we I think we kind of see a little bit of a, a like there's a press presentation about mm-hmm. what's going on, um, and so we get background on all of our different characters. We also kind of get like these naval like all of their officers underneath them kind of not necessarily tr- like trusting and being and kind of being upset that they were put on yep. this because and then, they get to learn from their yeah. yeah and i think we can get the on like i think we have like a radar man on one ship yep. on like kind of the radar ship who's like and, and i think all of the underlings we get a lot of their relationship through them talking through comms yep and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so we get like we get uh there's like the two ensembles here mm-hmm. there's like each group ensemble on the boat and then all the captains who work together yeah it's this this is making the cast entirely too large for what kind of budget it is but no you know what you know what you're wrong because if you get like if you instead of going for names like big a-list names you can go for good character actors i yes. mean there's like a, you know and actually have some human drama of them like up against the wall like we're trying to figure out how to take on this ai fleet that we've accidentally created Yes. And prove that we can actually still do this. Oh, you know, we're also you know who also we're introducing in this? Who? The top naval brass who are coming who who have come up with this AI. Mm-hmm. But then you also have the scientist who invented it, who is trying to at the beginning of the movie is trying to sabotage the software because he realizes what he's created. Oh. And so like the whole thing is like, and so uh and th- I think that ties back in later. Like that's maybe like mid act two mm-hmm. where the scientist is like finally figures out a way to get on comms with everybody and kind of like give them the four one one on the AI ships and mm-hmm. be like, like, here's what they're capable of. Like, here's all the information you guys are going to need. Mm-hmm. Like, I tr- I trust you can use this knowledge well kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, act two, I think is like the war games, or, or like I'd be like, I think the end of Act One is these war games starting and these ships going completely haywire yep. and freaking out. Out of con- yep, they're out of our control now. Oh no! And I think the Act One, the Act One kind of like break is like more more modern ships kind of being transit, like being requisitioned mm-hmm. by the AI, like the a- like the AI na- like whatever nanobots or whatever the hell they just have. A, like, just a network. Yes, just a satellite network. Yeah, just a satellite. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a network. Um, I mean, the scientist at some point has hacked the network, and that's how we get. Because like the thing panning up is real good. Yes. If you're doing battleship, that's how you got to do mm-hmm. it. Um, how many ships do we lose? I don't. I think we. I think we lose our. Uh, I think we lose our aircraft carrier pretty quick in Act Two. Oh. I think that might be the Act Two break. Uh, or a mid Act Two. Yeah, mid Act. Yeah, the low point of mid Act. Yeah, act that's two a mid, that's lose, a low point of Act Two. I think we lose yeah. the aircraft carrier and just. Um, but I don't. I don't think the captains go down with the ship. I think we, there's no reason these, these, they aren't their ships. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they can. So, but the ship we lose the ship, but we we get able to coalesce on the, our, our surviving ships. Yeah. Um, and I think it's uh, and once like once the uh once the aircraft carrier goes down, mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of like a they have to 
Like they may like have to like retreat to like midway or something like in the Pacific. Sure. Like there's like a little bit of a rallying cry and there's a little bit of a crisis of like, oh, what's going to happen? Yada, yada. Like this AI can very well take over all of the oceans of the earth. And like the act two break is kind of where like there's like a big inspirational speech from like the main guy who rides who captains the, the, the battle cruiser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he acknowledges that like, here's the reason why you don't respect me, but but got experience and this is uh, the this Navy, is the, the battle Navy, of midway yeah. the u.s navy like you know mm-hmm. w- w- like you stand on hollow ground blah 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 um yeah and then i think that the third act is kind of like a like a little bit of a resurgence and then we get that whole sequence with the the smog and all of that and then them firing in and then uh uh i i lo- i want the end line or like the big moment in Act Three line. Okay. Um, I want the battleship to like sacrifice itself in some capacity the, to take out. Wait, the, when the, one of the human ones? One of, the, one of our battleships. One of the, okay. I want him to like sacrifice the old battleship in order to take out like their ma- maybe their aircraft carriers, yeah. like the mainframe. Sure. And it's like, and he's like, "You sunk my battleship," but but uh, or and then something like, "But I sunk all of yours." You know what I mean? You mm. got to have the you sunk my battleship line in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you put it in. Sure. That's yeah. great. That's a lot better than aliens. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everyone gets character moments at the end. Yeah. Just do something to say, help save the ship, help save somebody. Uh-huh. Everyone, all the main, our main cast, everyone comes, overcomes a little character, not flaw, but like quirk that they have to like get past to someone's afraid of drowning. You know, someone's afraid of X, Y, Z. Someone's you know on the radar and here's here's the ping and I was like yeah. bad at talking to superiors but like finally you're like no you listen we to can me. even have Rihanna on the gun too like that's how they figure out where the aircraft carrier is because they they follow the planes like Rihanna's shooting planes down they're like stop we're gonna follow the planes yeah that's how they know how do I know if you are a battleship I Jay nailed it I think we fixed it. I, that sounds pretty fun. That does sound fun. Like it's like, and I think it could be kind of funny too. Like I think it could have a little bit of like down periscope kind of vibe. Maybe that's too far. I think it's uh, down periscope is a little too far, but it can't. Maybe I'm thinking of uh what's the one with Steve Martin? Ooh, I do not remember. Hogan's, Hogan's Heroes? No, that was, but that was a show. But I don't there was a couple of uh I don't remember. I don't remember either. Major huh. Pain? No. No, no that, that was, was Marlon Wayans. Yes. Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Hello, gentlemen. It's 1996's Sergeant Bilko. All right, Battleship. Nailed it. Nailed it. Look at us making an episode. AI, man. Ha-cha-cha. Ha-cha-cha. Nailed it, Brian. We did it. We nailed it, Brian. Suck on that, nerd. Okay. Uh, So that was Battleship that we totally crushed. Good job. Uh, Now there's a second video, Jay. Oh, boy. We're going to watch the second video now. Here it comes. Here we go. Good evening, 007. For option two, I'm presenting to you Operation BYOB, Build Your Own Bond. Now, with Daniel Craig having finished his last James Bond movie, there's a lot of room for what's going to happen next in the Bond franchise. You can choose to reboot it or carry over elements from the previous Bond installments, but you have free range to do whatever you want with the Bond franchise. Now, there are a couple of things to keep in mind when building your own Bond movie. Bond, M, Q, Moneypenny, the villain, Bond girl or girls, 
a good henchman, Bond's sidekick for the movie, a world domination plot, some thrilling action set pieces, the cold open, of course, who's singing the theme song, a clever title, gadgets, vehicles, and the overall tone. Some of these things may overlap, but you must also keep in mind that Amazon bought MGM, so they own Bond, but the Broccoli family still has creative control, as far as I know. Good luck, 007, on this, your mission. I just love James Bond so much. <laughs> I was about to say, the video's got a couple more yeah. sentences less. Bra- right. Fun fact about producer Brian, his uh, bar mitzvah was James Bond themed. Was it really? It sure was. Wow. Isn't that fun? Uh, that's how that's how we will know Brian and I uh, have time traveled at one point. That if you show up in the yes, oh, yeah, we got to show up in his bar mitzvah picture. Okay, okay, building our own bond. Okay, so I think the first question out of there's a lot of things that there's a lot of uh, boxes to check off there. I think we start big and go little. Sure, I think. Well, the first thing is, do we carry anything over? I got to be honest with you. Uh, one thing that really frustrates me about the Daniel Craig Bonds, I think they're actually really really fun Bond movies, and I think they're really cool. It's just. Uh, they came out at such a clip, at such a slow clip. Yes. That, and they really, really thought we were all really, really paying attention to the plot of those movies. Mm-hmm. And we really, really weren't. Do, do you, wait, did you see the last one? Uh, no, I didn't. Neither did I. No. And I don't I think it's t- on Amazon. Oh, and yeah, I, no, because they bought it. I yeah. don't think I saw the one before that one either. Because I don't, because I didn't really care. I think the last one I saw was Skyfall. And I like Skyfall. I thought it was it, fun. It, Skyfall is a good movie. I mean, yeah, it was it was James Bond Home Alone. Um, yeah, it was, and it was good, and it was great. Yeah, I, I like that movie a lot. But but again, I couldn't really tell you what the overarching plot of it was. I, it was like bad guys were coming for Bond, and he said, "No, no, nay, nay, mm-hmm. I I will stop you." And the next one after that, they were was, trying to kill M. I guess. Yes. Yeah. And the next one after that was. I think that was Dr. No, was when they got into all the Dr. Yeah. No oh, stuff. Blofeld? Was that the main yes. bad guy? Right. That was this, this, yeah, I think that was it. Yes. That, that, that is the name of the famous Bond villain, right? Sure. I always think it's Dr. No, but whatever. It doesn't really matter. And then the next one after, the last one still had Blofeld in there. Yes. But he was captured. So and that was like Christoph other. Waltz, and I think that's actually yes. a fun cast. Yeah, I just at, the, at this point it was just like it was. He was still talking about Vesper, and I was like, "Is that the chick from Casino Royale? What are we ten years are we ago? St- it was ten years ago, something dude. like that. It was a long time like, ago, guys. It's not. It just isn't it. Didn't you only know her for like a week? But again, like all, but like it's like what Brian was talking about. There's so many check, so many boxes that get checked in those movies. Sure. Like the set pieces, the gadgets, the it's the intrigue, the best. I mean, he has the best bad guys. I think Daniel Craig. Oh, like, okay. There's the the cast is crazy. Sure. I mean, Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. Was that Benicio del Toro? Thanks. Mm, or is it Javier Bardem? I think it was Javier Bardem. I always confuse those two. Yeah. Um. He had no face. Yeah, dude. That all, was all of his internal structures yo, were gone. Yo, he was a spooky. He was real scary. Um. But. Uh, Okay, so I, I think uh, to that point, I think we're throwing out. We th- start fresh. Start fresh. Starting fresh. Starting fresh. Okay, for the first choice, we'll start with our bond. I think. Well, first choice. What's our tone? Oh, you mean like because so obviously give me, give me options of tone. Um. Well, we had uh, before Daniel Craig. We mm-hmm. had we had Pierce Brosnan. Yes. And those felt like a com almost a comic book. I w- I will argue. That it became comic booky towards the end. 
Oh, I think Goldeneye is one of the best Bond movies ever made. Yes. His first Bond movie is but that was truly spectacular. That was a, that had good tone though. That was, you know, it he was found che- your weakness. There was cheeky fun. Found your weakness. There was cheeky fun, but it was also like it was serious. Yes. Yes. But as, by, as it got went along with uh, what tomorrow, tomorrow never dies. Um what was the one where he, by the end he's like he well, well he had like a, a, a makeshift parasail and he yeah, was like kind of ju- like jumping down a wave sailboarding yeah sailboarding yeah, a, a giant that yeah. was the one with uh halle berry yeah i don't want to say that was like tomorrow never dies no tomorrow never dies yeah, was, was the, the newspaper, newspaper one. one yeah and that was the one uh that one was half not half bad no because the, the boat there was a whole big boat scene in act three where they were fighting the bad guy in the boat i mean yeah and also that that did not necessarily age super well it's like the newspapers control no they don't no one reads the newspaper anymore dude that's yeah <laughs> yeah uh, no thanks <laughs> yeah right no sorry no, that, yeah that didn't age uh, very well but there was did, wait did he have four of them or three of them daniel craig no not sorry daniel craig. i think he oh. had four it was it was goldeneye goldeneye tomorrow never, never dies. dies um which is the newspaper one the wait, one I, with I gotta look this up because it's, it's actually driving me crazy okay uh daniel craig had four or five movies i think he had five this is a very good brian Yes, this is um, Pierce Brosnan Bonds. The world is not enough. Uh, the world mm. is not enough. Yes, that and was a. The world's not enough was a good one. Yeah, that was that okay. was good because that because she had Stockholm syndrome and she's like, oh, surprise twist, and Bond killed her. Yeah. Well, Die Another Day was really bad. That's the one with Christmas Jones, right? Oh yeah. Well, Christmas only comes once a year, Jay. Ugh. Ugh. What it does. The world is because that was I think was garbage saying that song. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm, the, I, 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 Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond. I know that's not the right call. I'm no, aware. I I think he is. He's mine too. Just, those are the ones I grew up with. Yes. So like those are the ones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Um, I got. I have it up here on the old IMDb. It was uh, 95. Was Goldeneye. I found mm. your weakness. Uh, Tomorrow Never bam, Dies bam, was bam. 97. Winning. Oh, because Thomas Crown Affair is in 99. Oh, That's not a Bond movie, but I know, it but might as well that's, be. That's, yeah. Uh, World's Not Enough was 99. So yeah. that's that's two that's two out of three there. Sure. And the and Tomorrow Never Dies was not that bad. Uh, we're getting lost in the sauce yes, a little bit but here. Yes, uh, but Die Another Day was 202, and that's that was the one where... Yeah, that's Yeah, terrible. that was the one was not great. That was fun when they did they wrote in the pipeline, though. That was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that was, but wasn't that, that was, uh, The World's Not Enough, wasn't it? I don't remember, dude. No, The World's Not Enough was the newspaper one. Christmas Jones wasn't in the newspaper one. No, she wasn't? Okay, gentlemen, before I go crazy, here's a little Pierce Brosnan James Bond rundown. He made four movies, Goldeneye in 95, Tomorrow Never Dies in 97, that's the one with the newspapers, and Michelle Yeoh was in that one. Then you have The World Is Not Enough. That is the Stockholm Syndrome with the Pipeline and Christmas Jones. Then his final Bond was in 2002, Die Another Day. That's the one with the surfing, Halle Berry, the face switching, and Madonna. Dude, again, we're getting lost in sauce. <laughs> what is oh, the tone I'll... we're going for? So you're saying with our Bond okay, franchise? Okay, 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 okay. Daniel Craig, super serial, super serious, it kicks all the butt. You know, the he, monkey's he... paw on on the old with the chair with no bottom. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I hate that about my brain. But like, the first time when people talk about like, 
oh yeah, Daniel Craig, but James Bond. I'm like, oh no, because he did the thing with the with the rope. I didn't like it. The the man (laughs) with the rope rope threw back his head. I didn't like the man with the rope. (laughs) I didn't like Yes, the world is not enough was the oil one with Christmas Jones. I think. And Sophie Murrow. Okay. So Daniel Craig. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. I think. um, Who's the guy who made. uh, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep James Bond British. Okay. Oh well, yeah. I'm no, not, no, no, no. no but follow me. Okay, not sure. from an actor. Well, also from an actor perspective. Sure, yeah. But um, uh, who's the guy who did uh, Snatch? Oh come on, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. I think I think New Bond is a guy is our Guy Ritchie movies. Oh really? Like super like serious, but also like with like but fun. Qu- but he's got but the like, di- with that. But how about this? The Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie helps write the script, and he's got that dialogue. He's yeah. got that quippy dialogue. Sure, but it's like because it's fast. His dialogue is faster than like a Bond film. Like, and or, I don't normally. think, and I don't think like these feel like cartoony at all. Sure, but like if anything, they 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 are like a little. They have a little bit more of like a dramatic pace to them. Because if we're kind of trying to differentiate ourselves from the Daniel Craig movies, mm-hmm. those movies were like so. Like, Very serious. They were slow, at, like slow plotting action serious films. Moments. Yes, I, I kind of want these to be these new ones to be like kind of frenetic. Okay, do you know what I mean? Sure. Do you agree? Do you, does it? Are I'm, you feeling I'm it? I'm with you with a change of tone. Absolutely. It needs to. This needs to be more fun. Yeah, and not connected. Um. Yes. Or at least way loosely con- looser connected. Yes. I don't mind keeping these films kind of like each bond has like like the doctors, each bond has their own era and like there's some threads between them. Yeah. It's easier Doctor Who cuz there's more episodes. Yeah. And but like the, the 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 bond films need to have less because they're so far in between movies and like no one's binging them. Um okay. Much like how um So Craig-esque Hear me out. I'm, Hear I'm, me I'm out. Right, from a, I'm, from right, a, I'm right here. From a, what the movies are going to look like perspective. Sure. Um, I like the idea of um, we are going to take this bond and add a little bit more frene- like a frenetic pace, a little speed. Yeah, like yeah. guy, guy Richie, guy Richie, guy Richie pace, mm-hmm. kind of tongue in cheek to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like a lot going, like or, or, like a lot going on, much like how this uh, the Daniel Craig series started with a Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. I would like, I would like to, because Casino Royale was like a famous story from like you know the yeah, early it was part movies of the books. and the books. Yeah, I would like to take that like homage to books and stuff mm-hmm. and apply it to some of the older movies. Okay, in that like, hey, um, let's let's take Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. And let's remake Moonraker. Let's remake Thunderball. Oh, let's wow! Re- do you know what I mean? Sure. Those like those seventies. Uh, let's take bonds. those kind of like let's take those old stories from the old movies mm-hmm. and then kind of Update like them? paint them. Yeah, in like in a modern time, mm-hmm. in a modern context. Because Moonraker makes way more sense now than it is in the seventies. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And like you could like the Elon like comparisons are like ripe for the picking. How do you feel about that? I think that's great because there's more things we could do. Yes. Given the state of the world has since it's changed since the Daniel Craig era. And also people who love James Bond are coming to these movies and we could subvert their expectations by but for whatever like they're like, well that's I'm like oh like we don't even necessarily need to call it Moonraker. Oh, right. 
but like we could this is like we're leaning back towards the moonraker a little bit more sci-fi bond yeah just a little but and just like just pushing what's going on nowadays like something's like someone's trying to mine the moon which is that yes. is that is within our first that was that will happen in our lifetimes yes so we could have like something going on that there there is a plot somehow a terrestrial plot about something going on with on the moon okay so I think we have our I think we have like our big overarching plot. Sure. Some like eccentric billionaire is trying to mine the moon and it's going to like have serious ramifications. it's going to make him rich when it's have serious ramifications because it's going to blow up the moon and it might it, and oh like it might like, blow up the moon. It might blow up the moon much like uh, uh Umbrella Academy season 1. Yes. And it might just like throw off all the tides and like, you know, it would be an environmental disaster. Yep, absolutely. So we have to stop we have to stop this like Elon Musk esque character mm-hmm. from trying to send up like mining equipment to the moon. Sure. Okay. Who's okay? So who is our bond? That's a very good question. Uh, I think we need to keep him British. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, or at least adjacent. Yes, because like you know. Everyone's like, "Oh, Sean, Sean Connery is Scottish." Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, I think everyone liked Idris Elba, but I think he's. A, we want someone a little. I think a little younger, so that we can, you know, have him in, you know, a, yeah, you know, for a, about right a decade now. or so. Ian McKellen. Yep. Let's get him. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is our James Bond. I mean, suck on that, everybody. I'm just going to read names that are like really have kinda, fun. Have fun writing your Reddit posts. Uh, names that like excite me about like, oh, that could be cool. Tom Hiddleston might be neat. He's a good actor. Oh, that's that's not bad. Um, that's not bad. Let's see who else might be really cool. There's I need to be um, David Tennant. No, um, younger, Young. younger, younger actors. Uh, let's see. John Boyega is not a bad call. Okay, that's not a bad move. Daniel Radcliffe's a little uh, too small for it. I think yeah, the body, body, body type. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's very good. I, I'm honestly fine with Tom Hiddleston. You know why? Because he's because he's snarky and quick talking, mm-hmm. um, and that would I I think would fit our vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or honest to God, I think we just find a no name actor for James Bond. I think we find someone that we know is. Um. Oh, that's not oh wait bad. a second. That's not bad at all. EGFOR? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's my James Bond. I think he's our James Bond. He's got that, like, serious tone to him. But he's, like, he's handsome, but he's also kind of unassuming. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that he would be able to sneak in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't say his first name to save my life. Do you yes. know how to say it? I do not know how to say it, and I do not want to butcher it. I mean, I, I'm going to look it up on Google. I'm going to have Google. Oh, can you can Google tell your pronunciations and stuff? I think so. How do you say... Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor is our James Bond. Yeah, that's perfect. And I think... I think he, that's... Yeah. I want our James Bond to start ex-military. Ooh, okay. And I want him to be SAS. He's moving over. He's like, we kind of start him fresh as a spy. Mm -hmm. Like James Bond's like starts. And maybe if we're like paying an homage to Moonraker, 
Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of how he comes in as like he like is special forces and is brought over to MI6 in order to like deal with this because he mm-hmm. specifically has training this, this in these training? areas. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of him of would this would this be how he becomes James Bond? I think so. If we're leaning if we're leaning into yeah. the 007 moniker is something that is passed down. Yes. yes. I think I, that, I think we do. I don't think we've. I don't think we've really seen an origin story. Because I that I tr- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've had that con- uh, confirmed in any of I these movies that I don't the 007 so. moniker has is is something that is transferable. Down. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure, um, but I think I think that's definitely something too. I think it, an origin story to some degree is kind of fun. Just to talk James Bond here for a second, No Time to Die, Daniel Craig's last Bond movie, does confirm that the 007 moniker does get passed on to people. And then Casino Royale, the cold open, does have a little portion of him earning his 007 number. So just wanted to put that out there. I think I think it also, because Craig's Bond was younger, was it more a younger Bond when he starts. Yeah. But he was still James Bond. I think if we make this first movie, like, maybe we can be coy with his name. We yeah. should be coy with his real name until he gets, before he gets recruited by yes. a, a MI6 to do this mission after he, we see him in action. Yes. In the field. And I, I think, I, and I think that might be our cold open. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think oh, we, we see, might yeah. see, we, we might see, see a in pretty serious combat. Yes situation mm-hmm. not like oh i'm a spy and i'm stealing no. stuff this is like him doing like a firm extraction yes, yes. like oh yes in that guy richie like it's frenetic like mm-hmm. they're like they're having like no shaking cams no sh- no shaking no. cams but he's like doing parkour over roofs like they've got to get they've got to get this one person for intel mm-hmm. and like he's the guy to like he's he's they like he's the one they send in to get him mm-hmm. um and it's just like a straight and cutting to MI6, observing what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they're watching back the tape. Yes. This is, it's part flashback. It's part flashback and him, like, turning to him being like, oh, like, welcome to MI6. That's how, that's how it ends. It's a, it's a camera, you know, that pans out from the action and it turns out we're on screen. Yes. And it's like, it just, it and turns over and he's sitting right there. Yes. And it's like, he thinks it's a mission debrief, but it's actually like, it's partly that, but also like, also we're reading you in. Yes. We're we're transferring you into MI six. Uh-huh. Okay, but so who's and we do not hear his. I don't think we do. I don't think we hear his name. So who's our? So who is our MI six? Who's our MI? Oh, so who's who's our M? Man, it's really tough because it's like Dame Judi Dench is like it's. It, it, they did you can't. I don't think you can do better. Sure. I. That's yeah. Can that's, I be totally honest sure. with you? Sure. Do you know who Dame Judi Dench's M is to me? She may, is, for for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. may be the Sid to our Final Fantasy James Bond universe. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like Jane, she's still she's still M. Mm-hmm. You know who would be pretty awesome as M? Who? Idris Elba. Oh, <laughs> well, because everyone keeps talking about Idris Elba yes. being James Bond, You'd, and you know why he wants him. Because he was him. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, that's really good. That's really good. And people and people who would see Idris Elba showing up to shoot for James Bond, people would be losing their minds. Like the the blogosphere would like have a field day with that. Yeah. That's really good. 
Because M doesn't have to be a woman. No. Um, well, Voldemort took over the role after she died in... Uh, oh, that's right. In Scaf. Oh, that's right. She died in Scaf. Scaf. Um, Judy Dench. You trying to do Adele kind of sounds like Cartman. I haven't done a Cartman impression in, since like eighth grade. I made you eat your parents. Idris Elba is our M. Yes. I already know who Q is. Okay. Who's a Q? It's David Tennant. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I just want him. I just want him showing us. I just. You want him showing us tech. Yeah, and I just like it when he talks, and it's I fun. Do, I do love it when he talks. I just like it when he talks, and it's fun. I can imagine him just having a blast. Like, it would be like, there'd be a twinge of Wonka in there of him just... Sure. Like, I feel like I... As much as, like, we're keeping, like, the, the violence, like, hyper-realistic, and, mm-hmm. like, the frenetic pace of this movie, like... And I know I keep saying that over and over again, but I just like kind of want to keep driving that point home. Yeah, you want to make it like you want it to go. I think go. I think from a gadgets perspective, I kind of want our gadgets to be a little wacky sure. and kind of not work the way you think they would. Okay. Well, I mean that's what in again I haven't I can't remember much of the Daniel Craig stuff, but like in the older versions, there was always like, oh, this is Bond. This is what this gadget does, and then it's like cool. And then it always ends up being like, well, I'm not going to use it exactly for that reason. I'm going to yes. use it this way. Surprise. In the like, prime oh, totally example works. of like the of the, the clicky pen from yes. GoldenEye, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I want exploding pens. I want umbrellas that shoot tranquilizer darts. Mm-hmm. I would like like in a Kingsman S fashion. Yes. I would like some wacky, wacky stuff. Gadgets that are a little bit more open to improvisation. Yes. Yes, I would love I would love a suit that has a mic that's that's a microwave. Like I like the idea of like a suit having a heater in it, and for some for some reason he has to like he like wraps it around some guy's head and like turns it up to like a two hundred or something. Oh my! Burns him with his jacket. Sure. I I want want my my. So what's the car? Oh. What is the car? I mean, Aston Martin is obviously the usual, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and the PPK. mm -hmm. Like, we have, like, those are, but how are they different for our movies? Mm -hmm. Well, the PPK can be uh, bio-signature only for Bond. Yeah. So, I guess someone else grabs it. Something bad happens to Uh, him. And that can come back in later. Um, I think, I think, uh, I know what our Bond's car is. I think... Um, if, and I'm sure it's happened oftentimes with Aston Martin is that they come out usually with a new car for each Bond movie. Sure. They, they tie them together. They mm-hmm. know what the, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of Aston Martin coming out with their first electric car. Oh, sure. Um, and, or like hybrid or however you yeah. want to do it. Um, and that being our Bond's car mm-hmm. to the point where there's like a big, large screen, that they would accommodate, like, that would be usually, like... Like, in Teslas, you know how they have the big, large screens? Amanda's dad has a Tesla, and she picked me up in it when we were out there a couple a month ago. And, like, oh, my God, it's, like, a giant, you know, 17, 19-inch, like, just computer screen. Yeah. I was like, this is this is all the controls? It's like, yeah, it's all... It's like, oh, my God, this is insane. 
but yes. And I think there's a fun sequence to be had mm-hmm. of like David Tennant trying to explain to him all the things the car can do with all the different buttons. Yeah, we, yeah. And I like the idea of him getting into a myth and he just kind of uh, starts just pushing buttons to in, in a car chase yep. and just and all sorts Q of wild stuff. up in a window like, what, Bond, what are you doing? What are you doing? Improvising. Yeah. That's not supposed to. That's for the, oh, I'm going to use it for this. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's really fun. It's also a lot easier to show what's going on inside the car with a big screen like that or yes. or screens that's adjacent to what we actually have in reality. Unlike the other older Bonds, we had like, you know, the normal car layout interior yeah. where we have somebody, you know, in the back of the car, in the trunk driving. But it's yeah. like, it's, you know, and it's harder to show like little on little, you know, little 90s screens what's going on behind. It's like, no, no, we can pop. We have cameras everywhere now that we can have them, you know, in the doors and stuff to be like, oh, wait, no, door cam. Boop. There we go. And but you're dead. Just as, yeah. yeah. There's a lot more fun you could do with an electric car nowadays. A thousand percent. Than older. Yes. Aston Martin stuff. Yes. yes, yes. yes. Updating the car for more modern stuff. Absolutely. More car fun. Yeah. I definitely think that's like kind of I, I want to have as much fun with the gadgets as possible. Absolutely. Because to me, that's what's fun about James Bond. The gadgets in the car? Yeah. And I don't think Daniel Craig, those movies really didn't have much of any of that stuff. Here are some bombs that kind of look like shoes. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, rem- I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now. Who- Here's your gun. You shoot people with it. Neat. I'm Q and I'm young and I have glasses on and I'm hacking for you. Yeah, that was kind of well because John Cleese was the Q before that. Yes, indeed, and that was John Cleese's, and that was awesome. It was awesome, and that was perfect, perfect. If we can't get David Tennant, we'll just get John Cleese again. I think, you know what I mean? Sure. Of course, you know what I mean. Of course, I know what you mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Uh, Okay, so who is our? Who are the Bond Bond ladies? Oh, who's our Bond lady? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're like remaking Moonraker for this movie, or is it no, it's an homage to Moonraker, an homage to an Moonraker, homage to Moonraker. And, a, and a modernization of yes, of an old, um, who are our Bond girls? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, oh well, here's the thing: if it's an origin story, mm-hmm. I think we meet a young scrappy hacker. Mm-hmm. Who has been like tailing our uh, eccentric billionaire who's trying to mine the moon? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we find a, a young, a young hacktivist who is trying also trying to take down our guy that Bond keeps running into, and she keeps getting in the way. Sure, and she uh, inevitably uh, he he asks for her name, and she gives him his her hacker name, mm-hmm. Money Penny. Oh, yeah, that's and that's a good origin story for good, Money Penny. That's a great. Oh, she's cool with being his man in van because she's already yes, behind the computer anyway. Because we update Many Penny to be more of a field agent yes, and not just a secretary. Yeah. Yes. But she also plays yes. by her own rules. She's yes. not screwing around. Yes. 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 She deserves to be in the field and stop being in the office. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's uh, Money Penny is. Um, I'm trying to find someone that's a little bit more age appropriate because if our if our main actor is uh 46 currently, so we like we started production now, everything's uh, fine. That doesn't suck. That doesn't suck at all. Elizabeth Olsen. That does not suck. Elizabeth Olsen is Money Penny to EG4's James Bond is not bad. Ooh. They could their back and forth would be fun. Yeah. I like that a lot. And we know she works well with British actors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, even if we can't get EG4 and we go Hiddleston, we already know they ha- they can they can hang. Yeah. You know? 
That's that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I also don't hate Emma Stone. I, mean, how I you, like Emma Stone and everything. How can you hate Emma Stone? Yeah, she's she's America's sweetheart. Or Megan Fox. What a weird list. Mm-hmm. No, I think uh, Olsen's the way I to go. I think Olsen's the way to go. Yeah. Because, like, Elizabeth Olsen is, like, ve- of course, very, very pretty, but I also feel like she can actually throw down. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? And she will be. Yeah. She's going to, yeah. She's, yeah, she's girl in chair, and she can be our hacker, but, like, also she can throw down when necessary. And honestly, I, if it's, if we're dealing with an origin story, mm-hmm. I like the, like, I, um, I like the idea of set in a true Guy Ritchie kind of fashion. I like the idea of trying to introduce and set up, like, other quote-unquote Bond girls, but some stuff keeps happening to them where they exit the storyline. Okay. And then it all keeps coming back to uh, Money Penny. <laughs> like, okay. Money Penny is our, if we're doing an origin story, Money Penny is our Bond girl. Oh, sure. And well, she I, enters our, the story. I think our uh, our evil billionaire uh, philanthropist, you know, guy who's going to mine the moon and accidentally blow it up, um, probably has a mistress or a girlfriend or somebody yes. that Bond has to interact, seduce, talk to, yeah. try to, you know, bring to his side. Uh, make uh, what, do you, what do you call it um, an asset to yeah. get her to be, and make I her said an it asset. as a joke earlier but maybe Megan Fox is the perfect person and she's a person she, and we had we had to talk about our bad guys henchman maybe in the uh, oh. Onatoff situation she oh. is both the Bond girl and one of the henchmen oh. and kind of a villain as well okay and she's the one that gets sent to kind of take out this this like this spec ops team that's mm-hmm. trying to take him down and so, like... We know she can throw down. Megan yeah. Fox can do action. Yeah. And, you know, she's uh, she's pretty enough to be a Bond girl. She is very pretty, yes. And I hate that that's a prerequisite, but it but it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of... That's just kind of how... That's just how it works. Yeah. Like, there's certain rules that... There are certain rules in every Bond universe, unfortunately. Yeah. It's much like Final Fantasy sixteen. Everyone's got to be hot. It's weird, yeah. but everyone's a smoking hottie. It is weird. Everyone is very attractive in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Hollywood, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Even the quote-unquote ugly people, I'm like, you're like you're an 8. What are we talking about here? You are a Wisconsin 8. No, you're a Wisconsin 10. You're an <laughs> LA 6. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, so we got our bad guy. We got our henchwoman and slash man. Who's playing our bad guy? I, that's what I was, that was where I was going. Who, who's playing our bad guy? Um. Oh! Ow! Um, the guy who played it, the guy who was the bad guy in John Wick Four. Oh, uh, Sarsgaard. Yes. Right. Yes. Don't they have the same last name, but they're definitely two different people? Yes. Yes. Right. I think he, uh, I'm gonna look it up. Sorry, look it. I'm looking it up. No, it's fine. Bill Sars Scarsgard, not Sarsgaard. The other Scars- one was Sarsgaard. His Scarsgaard. Scarsgaard. Bill Scarsgaard. Scar- yeah, Bill Scarsgaard. The Maquis. Yeah, I think, I think, yes. That's actually pretty good. Because, yeah, he needs, the. that's the thing, is that, like, he needs to be a little, he needs to feel a little alien, a little detached, a little, um. Yes. So what are our set pieces? Like, what are our weird action moments? Well, we, obviously our first scene, where he's got to, uh, he's got to uh, extract. Yeah. Uh, a, a person of interest. And I love the idea of, like, a rooftop chase scene over, like, a, a city with, like, cool rooftops. Not Rio de Janeiro. That's been done to absolute death. Sure. But somewhere, um, somewhere closer to home. 
Yeah. Like a European city. But something, uh, maybe like, uh, wh- what's the city that, um, uh, from, uh, it's a German city where they shot uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory with all those red roofs, you know? Sure. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what. I I think it was Dresden. I can't remember where they shot it. Um, but like something with like a really really unique skyline. Sure. And like some wacky some wacky rooftop parkour. Okay. And then maybe running through some like Oktoberfest situation somewhere in Germany. Okay. Yeah. Something with a little bit of like with we can have a little tongue in cheek. They're they're having a unity festival, right? Unity. Unity. Everything's fine. Wee! Okay, so that's the opening scene where we uh, flash back to and then see, uh, or we we see and then turns out that it's a flashback and a debrief and he becomes, he gets uh, yeah. pulled into MI6 and he gets the James Bond moniker. I think there is a cool opportunity if we're dealing with space. I feel like, I, I feel like uh, rather than space shuttles. Sure. I think in this universe we have, there is, there is a space elevator. We have built a space elevator. I think honestly, bud, that's too far. Too far? Oh, space too much? Oh, yeah. The, it, the, the physics involved in a space elevator are are vastly beyond our civilization. There, oh, they there are? is no way we could pull that off. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I just ha- you just have to believe in yourself. I I mean, eventually maybe we'll get there, but Okay. So, I think there's an opportunity for a um oh I think there's an opportunity for a fight in one of those rooms where the thing is spinning around. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in like the training facility yes, yes, yes. for astronauts, yeah, like yeah. trying to get to the, the mm-hmm. space shuttle. Yeah. Well, there could be a there could be a waypoint in space, like an international space station, that is actually like, oh, yeah. a, like a like a like a space fights, like major space fights. Yeah. Yeah. Like because it, it's it's spinning. At one point it's spinning, everything's fine. At this at this way this international I guess I guess international space station would be good, but it wouldn't be it's for commerce. It's a public thing. Rich people can go there. Oh. oh, it's like a hotel. It's a space hotel. It's a space hotel. It's exactly what it is. And he's it's my speed three picks. Yes, fix. It's a space hotel. That's awesome. Um, I like the idea of one of the one of uh, if we're gonna have in order if we're gonna have some space fights. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, it's been done before, but like the concept of like areas having gravity versus not having gravity. Sure, yeah, yeah. And that transition. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of one of the items that bond gets is like a small gravitational field that like he can use to like attach to someone and they'll just like fall to the bottom of the ship. Like, like that's how he takes out a dude. Cause he's just like, Oh, there's no gravity up here. Like uh, you can't like, what what are you doing? Kicking me off the side. And he's like, Oh, this will be able to, yeah, get you. Yeah. Yeah. Or can like increase your gravity or something like that. Welcome to earth. Yeah. Yeah. It actually you know, somehow increases your gravity. And the guy's the like, mask. did you just call Will Smith right um, but then, I mean, I think the final fight has to be on the moon. I mean, yeah, he's got to be on the moon, and many and Money Penny can be trapped in the ship orbiting the moon. Yeah, or in or in like a, a lander or something. She's got to be trapped somehow away from Bond as Bond's yeah. taking up the trash on the moon, yeah. keeping this thing from actually. And since we're at one sixth gravity, we do have gravity. Yeah, but. This, so the fight's going to be a little bit different. Or maybe or maybe they can just figure out, like, oh, our boots are magnetic. Some type of, you know, we're on the moon. This set, you know, this set's going to be magnetized. Like the, like the face-off. Like the prison and face-off. Yes. Yes. Or, yeah, like the prison and face-off or the prison on Andor. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's also, 
Okay, so we had the car chase that we talked about mm-hmm. with the electric car. Yep. That's cool. Yep. We have that fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've, helps. That's before he gets up to the space thing. Yeah. We got to, we has to, he has to infiltrate. He gets, he gets pulled in by MI6 because of his special ability or his special skills and stuff in order, in order to do this thing. He has to find money, many money, penny first. And then be, after they bring her into the fold a little bit to kind of like kind of help. But by the end of the movie, she's like, okay, I'll join you guys. But uh, by the beginning, she's like, I'm kind of doing this for my own reasons and our interests align, but f- so fine, I'll help. And also you're yeah. really, also you're really attractive and you're a nice guy and we are actually flirting a lot, but but then there's that car chase after that. Maybe both he and Money Penny can be in the car chase. Yeah, and I then they are able to cra- or hack or somehow get themselves to the space hotel. In order I like to get the, to the idea movie. of them having to get intel from like a uh, from like a higher up in this organization to figure out what's actually going on on the moon before mm-hmm. they realize it. And I like the idea of our bond also being kind of something of a computer person. Knowing He's enough, computer literate. I like the idea of like how Money Penny and Bond kind of connect. Is that, um, or he's infiltrating like a like a a a um like kind of a party mm-hmm. at like a at one of the like high tech places. Sure, and he's trying to uh, he's basically trying to like get this guy alone so he can question him, but like. I like the idea of Money Penny like hacking into like all of the systems and like locking doors and basically like Bond is trying to get him one way and she's like directing the traffic for him to come to her through her own way. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how that would work, but I like the idea of that them meeting up. But like he that. has to improvise. But he, he has to improvise, but also follows the dude and where she's sending him. And then when she shows up to question the dude, like Bond's actually there as well. And she's like, how'd you get in here? And then that's when they like have like a, oh, I respect you. You're cool. But also, how do you kiss? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think. How does our bad guy die? Oh, um, I think he gives like a really. I think as he's like torturing like Money Penny or someone, um, I think uh, it's the cons like the the theme that we're going for is that like it's obviously a comment on greed. It's kind of like a Quantum of Solace a little bit. Oh, I, but, you remember what happened um, in Quantum of Solace? Good for you. Yeah. Um, it's, it was a terrible movie, not a good movie. Um, I like the idea of him making some big monologue when he's like killing someone, uh, about like, there is no more, you are no, no, uh, there is no more alone a death than in the vacuum of space. And so I like the idea of Bond, like turning that on him. Like maybe that's his thing is like, he's known for like, if people like, give him trouble and he's known for just like space and dudes for just like sending them out into the airlock. Like if they act up or, uh, don't, uh, don't do what they're told kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think, I think in a, in, in it's in true bond fashion, he gets, he gets, uh, just desserts. Yeah. Question. I think, but also oh, I yeah. think, I think he gets turned around in a fight. I think he gets turned around in a fight and he realizes he's on one side of the airlock and he opens it to like to try and kill Bond, but he's been turned around and he doesn't realize he's in the airlock and he gets sent out. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Question. Yes. Does he does he get sent out in the airlock just like depressurized he's dead? Or is it like he's in like a spacesuit and like but Bond sabotaged it and he's only got like 
Oh, that's pretty good. Like, so they can have a conversation. Yeah, but like he gets blasted out the airlock with enough force to like leave the atmosphere. So he just kind of like drifts away from the moon, and he's just gonna keep going and just fall and die in space alone, not on the moon, just like away, away. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yes, like it is that. messed up. Like but like lot. that's usually Bond villains gets yeah, messed up really endings. Good. Yeah. So you, and then the post credit sequence is him just continuing, like his corpse just continuing to float in space. Mm-hmm. Bond will return. James Bond will return. <laughs> this fool will not. Yeah. Who's doing our Bond song? <sighs> Who's doing? What is the name of our movie? Oh. Well, I mean. Moonraker is actually pretty good, but that's taken, so we can't do that one again. It's an homage to Moonraker. It's not a sure. remake of Moonraker. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, no, no, no. no. If you, I, I, but like, you know, if you're gonna, you know, that makes no, sense. I'm into it. Okay, but like, I like the like the three, like the you know something. It's like, it can't be a single word. It's got to be like a phrase or something. Like, yeah, Skyfall is one of the few ones, or Goldeneye. Are the ones. Oh yeah, those are, those are cool. Yeah, something, something about them is like a lot cooler than Moonraker. Oh, you know what it is? Because you can kind of like. Imagine what Skyfall and Goldeneye is. That makes yes. it's like an enigmatic thing. That's like, oh, that's kind of neat. Moonraker, what? Uh, um, and something is not. There's not nearly as cool as yeah. those other ones. So, um, hmm. What is the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie? What are the different names for Moon? Like Lunar. Uh. Luna. Uh, I mean, there is there is always like the 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 night never dies. Ooh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're trying, they're trying to kill the moon, and we're stopping them from killing the moon. One of the worst episodes of Doctor Who ever. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a terrible episode. It's terrible. It's up there with Fear Her. Yeah, and the one with the monster with the support group. Some of them are kind of really bad. They're really, it's really bad. That don't ever watch that one. That was from Tenants Run. It's super bad. Um. um Something to the effect of like, I mean, we could just call it Moonrise. Ooh, we could call it Moonrise. That's close. It doesn't spark joy in me, but it doesn't it doesn't spo- uh, spark but uh, it's, disdain? Yeah, but it's in the right direction. Yeah, and Moonfall was taken from that horrible disaster film, right? Was that the name of what it was called? The, I could, it could be the New Moon Rises. Because we're doing um, the new Bond. Yeah. Um. Or what's the guy's plot? Well, he's trying to mine the moon to like. Basically, like become super become the richest person yeah, on the planet. Power Moon, James Bond, Power Moon. Yeah, great. Everyone, yeah, coming next summer. Yeah, twenty twenty six. Power Moon. No. Like part of me is like wait until dawn, or like James Bond. Oh, James Bond, the fight for dawn. Did you like because it's, it rhymes? No, it doesn't oh. rhyme. That's a slant rhyme. Slant rhyme. Well, close enough. S- uh, no, slant rhymes really piss me off. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. I thought in, oh. in true. Uh, this is something you should agree with me on. I don't mind slant, slant rhymes, rhymes. Slant rhymes really piss me off. You're telling me you sat down with a notebook and wrote this to rhyme. Sure. You couldn't figure out a way to make it fully rhyme. You're being lazy. Whoa. Yeah. Really bothers me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's why we switched around. That's why we switched around lyrics in uh, uh, and Well Med. Uh, you know what? Because it really bothered me. Okay, okay. I I, I think a, a good slant rhyme is like you know what that doesn't rhyme, but you know what that's close enough, and I appreciate it because nope. that's a good lyric. Slant rhyme is fine if you're improvising a song in the moment. If you're writing a song, 
a slant rhyme is never appropriate. Wow. Okay. Yep. Writing a song or a poem. It's never okay. Uh, how about a good night moon? You know what? Uh, that, sure. That sounds great. James Bond, good night moon. The moon is not enough? The moon mm-hmm. is not enough. Uh... <laughs> Little moon go boom. Yeah. <laughs> little moon go boom. <laughs> now that's slant ride, but it's fun to say. It is. Little go. moon go boom. <laughs> okay. I don't think we're going to find a title. I don't think we are either. So that's where you guys come in. Tell us the name of our Bond film. What, come up with it and maybe we'll. And, uh, Bad Moon Rises. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Bing, 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 bing. But who's, who's singing the song, though? Um, Title TBD, but who's singing the song? Uh, for this moon song? The moon song! Um, How do you want to go? I kind of want it to be a little... Uh, what are you thinking? Well, new Bond, new era. We're kind of kicking yeah, it back. Yeah, we got to do something a little, new. a little bit more fun, right? Yeah. Ska. <laughs> Man, you know what was, you know James Bond needs to do? Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up! <laughs> Taylor Swift? Yeah, it's Swifty. If we're gonna look, if we're gonna get people, think... if we're gonna get butts in seats and we're gonna sell this, it's gotta be Taylor Swift. You're absolutely correct. That is the right business I move. Think it's, I think it's, it's gotta Swift. be Swifty. I can't believe she hasn't done a Bond song yet. Like I mean, Skyfall is. I mean, it was pretty good. Uh, Billie Eilish did one that was pretty good. Yeah, didn't she do? She did the last. She did the last, last one. one. Yeah. And Sam Smith did the one before that, and that was pretty good. Oh, I don't um, even Tony. Honestly, remember the those. Daniel Craig's like have some pretty good theme songs. Do they really? They're not, they're not half bad. All I remember is Skyfall. The problem is that the movies weren't. The movies weren't that memorable. Nope. Well, I mean, we only remember uh, the song from Skyfall and the, the, the monkey knuckle from Casino Royale. Golden Eye, I found your weakness. Who did the Quantum of Solace theme song? Oh, that's a really good question. What and what was that? We can't play it, but what was that? What was that song? You gonna find it? I'm looking at it right now. Quantum. Oh, it was by Alicia Keys. Really? Wow. Yeah. Sorry, Alicia, you're an amazing, a, a not, talented, a talented songwriter, but correct. wow, I do not remember that song no, at no, all. No, 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 nor that movie. Movie's terrible. Well, I think I think that's our bond. I think that's, that's a, most of the. I that's think like most our of bond boxes. franchise. Yeah. I think we have a pretty good idea of what we're going for. I think we, we do. A title, Brian. Can you think of a title? Put it in right now. I dare you. Okay, so I think it should be called. Hear me out. Shadow phase. That plays with the idea of like the dark side of the moon, you know, the the shadow effect of the moon. You also have the pun where it's phase, but also that could be the name of the operation in the movie, Operation Shadow Phase, uh, something like that. Another one I like is Moonshot. It sounds awesome. It packs a punch, but there was a 2022 movie called Moonshot. Anyway, Shadow Phase. Good job and or horrible job, oh, Ryan. Ter- we, who's to say? We'll know later. Well, you'll know if we fired you. Because remember, every decision you make could be your last one. Sword of Damocles. Just That's a rusty sword, but... Yeah, I know. <laughs> you better get your tetanus shot. Well, I think we fixed it, bud. We did fix it. I think we it. nailed it. We, one whole year down of fixing things. One whole year down of fixing so, it. And there's just so many more things to fix, guys. And yes. they keep making... Well, they're not making them right now. 
but no, they, <laughs> they eventually not. will start again. Yes, indeed. And there will always be more to fix. <laughs> they just can't get it right the first time. Yeah, Jay. they really can't. They yeah. really can't. We'll do what we can, though. We will do what we can. Yeah, man. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love making this show, and thank you guys for being around for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen for an entire year and you have not written a review on either iTunes or Spotify or any other podcatcher apps, what are you doing? What's with your even lives? going on right if, now? Do you have a title for our for our um, uh, our Moonraker homage? Uh, throw it in the throw it in the comments. I'd love to read them. Maybe leave us five stars or don't. I don't know. I don't know what you do with your life. Um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, hit that bell, do that YouTube that you do. So, well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love making this show, and uh, we will see you guys next week. And as we end every single one of these episodes, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the, the world is not enough. It's so odd that you don't you don't you don't hear coming because oh, I, you, sh- oh, I heard you, that you should coming. because you should never hear it because that, yeah. that was that was that <laughs> was you know what that was Jay the last time I'm ever taking a giant swing at the end of one of these episodes I tried I'll follow your lead I'll, but, yeah <laughs> yes, I can't go it alone but yeah you can do that do that again next year <laughs> I'll, I'll try again next year all right we'll see you guys next time bye. bye. <laughs>